What's happening, y'all? What is happening? We are live back in the building. Well, not we. I am live back in the building. Uh, Grandpa Katie is running a solo today. Uh, Crom had to go get your money. So, I'm going to run a quick solo episode. Uh, just doing an episode going over uh, the Chiefs and Chargers game tonight. Uh, big Thursday night game. Um, shout out to the NFL. Y'all definitely... Uh, through two weeks, y'all have hit the Thursday night games out of the park, so make sure I give a shout-out to the NFL on that note. Who is calling me right now? Hold on, y'all. It is Zach Jones, the Chiefs uh, fan who I will be watching the game with tonight. Zach, you are live and on speaker, so please talk like you got common sense. What is up, bud? Uh, plus 14. Plus 14? We won in the game by 14 plus. You trying to take an alternate spread? You gonna take the, the They got an alternate spread at like minus 8.5. You should. I just, uh, you about to be on the way? Yeah. All right, for sure. Just text me when you're close. I'm about to hurry up and knock this out. All right, brody. Yeah, so Zach is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. We having a little gathering at his crib tonight, invite only. Uh, finna go over here and root for the Chiefs because, uh, as I start the show tonight, um, before I get started, uh, any further in, y'all know the usuals. Make sure you follow Big Bet Sports on all your social media platforms. We are also live on all podcast platforms, so you can tap in with us there if you like to ride, listen to podcasts, work out, listen to podcasts, you want to stay up to date on sports. We are live multiple days a week on podcast, all podcast platforms as well. So with that being said, uh, I will get started on the Chiefs and the Chargers tonight. Big AFC game again, AFC West game again, shout out to the NFL. Um, the line is at four. Chiefs are minus four at minus 110. Obviously, for all of those that stay tapped in with the books, you know that would make the Chargers plus four. At minus 110. At least that's what it is on stations. I'm Las Vegas local. I bet on stations. Easiest book for me to go and collect my winnings on. I don't like having to go down to the strip and fight with all of that extra BS to collect my money. Although sometimes you do have to do that because you can get better numbers at the books on the strip. And JT often fusses at me for that. I am a station sports better. So every all the odds I will give you more often than not will be from station sports. So Chiefs are minus four. Um, let's talk about this game outside of betting really fast um so chiefs are one and oh charges are one and oh with a division win they got the win over the raiders on sunday uh both teams obviously on short weeks kansas city is the home team so a little benefit for them they're getting to play at home on a short week uh the broncos lost to the seahawks on sunday night or monday night excuse me um and obviously as i just said the raiders lost to the Chargers, making them 0-1 in the division this is the picture i would like to paint for everybody so all summer, it was spoke on as, oh, my God, the AFC West is going to be this big gauntlet. You know, it's going to be, be a heavyweight fight all year long for the AFC West. So many great teams, great quarterbacks in the AFC West. Who's going to come out on top of the AFC West? A lot of y'all took it as so far as to even fix y'all lipses to say, oh, it's going to be the Chargers. The Chargers are the team to be in the AFC West this year. Kansas City lost Tyreek Hill and this, that, and the third. Let me paint a picture for y'all. If the Chiefs beat the Chargers tonight in Kansas City, they are the home team. I believe they are the better team. They have the better team. They have the better quarterback. They have the coach. Ergo, if I were betting on the Chiefs tonight, I would tell you, take the Chiefs minus four. That is not where my money is at tonight, though. I will let you know. But if the Chiefs win tonight, and now every team in the division has a loss seven days into the season, the season just started last Thursday. We are seven days into the season. Five business days. 
If the Chiefs beat the Chargers tonight, it will have taken five business days for them to grab a hold of the division. And I promise y'all, they will not look back. I promise y'all. If the Chargers, the Raiders and the Broncos better be watching this game tonight with two close eyeballs, four if y'all got some glasses and need a little extra to see people, and be hoping and praying and wishing up on your lucky stars that the Chargers and Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley come out here and get the Chiefs tonight. Because if they do not, y'all can kiss winning the division goodbye. And now you would just need to make sure your record is adequate enough to get you in on the, on, on the wild card. I can guarantee y'all, excuse my phone here in the background. That's good old Ian Rappaport. Ian, what I told you about hitting me up during games. The Chargers have elevated wide receiver Jason Moore and tight end Richard Rodgers for tonight's game, filling in for injured wide receiver Keenan Allen and tight end Donald Parham. So that's also another big thing. Um, you know, tonight there's no Keenan Allen, obviously uh, no Parham, as we just read. Um, and on top of that, uh, J.C. Jackson, let me see if, if, if Rappaport said something about J.C. Jackson in this um, – no, they did not. Uh, the Chiefs elevated Matt Amendola, the kicker, in place of Harrison Bucker. So J.C. Jackson is a game-time decision as night, tonight as well. So now with all of that leaning up against the Chargers, you're on the road. It's a short week. You're without your number one wide receiver. You're without your top tight end or your second-best tight end, excuse me. It, it, it is, If you got to go without your top corner, Derwin James can only do but so much. Khalil Mack, Joy Bosa, they can only do but so much. Because if you go back and look at the numbers last week, Patrick Mahomes hit, if I am not mistaken, nine different wide receivers. So for everybody that was on this, oh, Tyreek Hill is gone, and now they're not going to be able to take the top off, y'all got to let the disrespect go at least just a little bit. At least just a little bit. I don't know why the Chiefs have started to catch so much hate. Why well, I get it. The Chiefs are now like LeBron James. When you become so successful, it's hard to root for you anymore because you're at the top and you've been sitting up there. So now people just kind of root for your downfall. Now they kind of rooting for the next team to make that come up. That's why everybody's so high on the Bills. That's why everybody's so high on the Chargers. They want those to be the next teams that become the Chiefs because they love you until you get to the top. And then once you get to the top, they're going to say you change. It's lonely at the top. And if it's not, they all going to say you change. Shout out Kalan for real, for real. And that's for real, for real. And that's what has happened to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have just started to catch hate because now, unless you're a Chiefs fan, everybody just want to see the Chiefs lose because the Chiefs have been able, out here able to pop their shit off for the last four years. They've been an AFC championship four years straight. Y'all are hollering about Josh Allen. Boy, sniffed one championship in his life. One AFC championship. One little AFC championship game is what he got to his resume. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes has four straight. Andy Reid, decorated coach. Decorated coach. I can't say that for Brandon Staley. I can't say that for my boy in Buffalo. And he just lost De Bowl. So I understand y'all want those to be the next teams. But until somebody show me it's not the Chiefs, because it wasn't even the Bengals. The Bengals was beat. The Chiefs just got cute and cost themselves. But the Chiefs had their ass beat too. If I'm not mistaken, the score was damn near something like 21 to 3 at one point in that ball game. Get your asses out of here. Damn near made y'all pass the sticks. And no, I'm not a Chiefs fan. I hate the fact that Zach get to pop his shit off for who knows how long of the coming future. I hate the fact that JT done hopped on the Chiefs bandwagon, got his wife out here in Chiefs, his daughter out here in Chiefs clothes and shit like that. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that they get to pop their shit off and talk their shit about Patrick Mahomes. But I'm a realist and I know what time it is. And so with that being said, 
again, if I were betting on the Chiefs tonight, I would tell you to take the minus four. But it's a divisional game. I know divisional games can be all over the place. Um, I am betting on the game tonight, however, though. My bet, again, this is station's odds. Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns, plus 120. Obviously, I know at plus 120, the books is baiting me to take that uh, over two and a half touchdowns. I know the books is telling me it's a divisional game, and divisional games are usually sloppy and ugly and end with a lot of field goals. Here, y'all, loud and clear. Chargers going to have to show me. Y'all going to have to show me. I watch my home ball come out here and carve the Cardinals up like a Thanksgiving turkey, I promise you, in the, in, at the end of November. I'm not trying to hear none of that shit. They're going to have to show me. Y'all give me for my unit. Y'all give me for my unit. But I do have a full unit on Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns tonight. Won't lie to y'all. The Chargers come out here and score the first touchdown some way, shape, or form, and I can get the Chiefs at plus money, or I can get the Chiefs at a good number in game. I will be on the Chiefs in game if that becomes the case as well. But as of right now, it will just be Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns at plus 120 is where I will be at tonight. Uh, I know a lot of people want to be on the Chargers. I get it. Um, I'm not sure where the sharp side tonight. I know the numbers started at three and a half. It kind of moved a little bit. Uh, never really. I don't, I don't even know if it made it to four and a half. I don't think it ever made it to four and a half. As far as I remember looking at it, I remember it sticking, getting to four, and I think it stuck at four. Um, so the number didn't fluctuate too, 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 too much. Um, but again, a huge divisional game tonight. Huge divisional game. A um, couple other things I want to hit on really, really quick outside of that game. Um, so for starters, uh, I have. A, a prediction I would like to make, and I would like to make it on the record, and there's nobody here to debate this with me right now, but I'm going to put it on camera. I'm going to put it on the internet, put it on social media, so I can be held accountable for my predictions. I predict, first and foremost, that the Vikings and the Eagles will both be division winners, and I don't even think that's me predicting too much, honestly. I don't think that's me going out on no limb or saying nothing crazy. I honestly think that's damn near expected. I also do, however, believe that the Vikings and the Eagles could very well be the second and third best team in the NFC at the end of the season. It's very possible. It's very, very possible. I know we look at the Vikings, we look at the Eagles, and we say, mm, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, do we trust those guys? Let me just say this. If you look at the landscape of the NFC, you have the Rams. We don't know how long their Super Bowl hangover is going to last. Clearly, it was there for the second half of the Bills game because y'all got y'all shit mollywopped, embarrassed. Okay. Then you have the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, after week one, talking about, damn, I woke up the next morning and was looking at the Bucs, bruise, and feeling like, God damn, y'all touched me up out there last night, huh? PS week one, brother. Got 16 more weeks, brother. Is Tom Brady going to be tapped in for 16 weeks? It seemed like his wife is already a little bit upset that he came back. Is his head going to be in it for 16 weeks? We don't know. So we don't know where they're going to be at. The Green Bay Packers. Yeah, you got Aaron Rodgers. Who you going to throw the ball to? Casper the friendly fucking ghost? I don't think so. So no wide receivers in Green Bay. We don't know what they're going to do. I know they just took an L to the Vikings, so that already puts them behind the eight ball in the division standings, but that's neither here nor there. I guess it is here because we're talking about the Vikings winning the division and being number two in the NFC right now or the eight or three. We just watched the Cardinals get ran over. We just watched somebody, I forget the guy's name. I wish I had his name so I could give him a quick little shout out on Big Best Sports. But there was a guy, coach uh, who posted on TikTok a play, broke down to show exactly why Kyler Murray had the little clause in his contract about making sure he had to watch so much amount of film 
per week because the boy had a play where he literally, number one, for first and foremost, didn't even scan his hair from side to side. Saying hiking in the NFL is like crossing the motherfucking street. Can I get a hair from side to side? Let's see what's popping out here on the field. Can I gaze over at the defense and see what we're doing on each side? Couldn't get that from Kyler Murray on yesterday or on Sunday. He didn't even look. There was a safety blitz that came and blew his shit up. Why? Because he didn't even scan the field or read the blitz that was coming. That's why they asked him to go and have a film clause in his contract. So we can exclude the Cardinals. Wasn't really going to include the Cowboys to begin with, but now we know Dak Prescott for who knows how long, maybe three, four weeks, maybe a little longer, we don't know. But y'all be on four, on five by that time. Y'all ain't got no wideouts. Y'all O-line breaking down right before y'all eyes. Only player y'all got on defense is Michael Parsons. Say what y'all want about Trevon Diggs, be toasting that old ball. The 49ers are out here with Trey Lance, and they O-line is banged up. George Kittle banged up. We don't know if he's going to play week two. They got the Seahawks, and I do think the Seahawks are riding a little bit of overhype right now. You know, they did beat the Broncos, but in, in all reality, they should have lost 30-17. to 17. Broncos fumbled twice inside the one. Seahawks definitely skated with a, with a lucky win, if I will say. But with the way the 49ers could come out here and look with Trey Lance, we don't know what that boy going to be. Pim could be 0-2. So I just look at the landscape of the division and the Eagles and the Vikings play this week, Monday night football. I think it's going to be a great game, but I like both of those teams in the NFC. I think they're going to ride under the radar, but I both think, I think both of those teams could be 10 to 12 win teams this season, respectively, regardless of how it plays out on Monday night. I'm excited to watch that Monday night football game. Um, last thing I'm going to hit on before I get out of here, because I do need to go get ready before Zach Jones arrives for us to go get litty. For the Chiefs tonight, I just had to make sure I got out here and spoke on the game, let y'all know that I do believe the Chiefs are going to win. I do believe the Chiefs will cover the four. I am taking Patrick Mahomes up over two and a half touchdowns tonight. Uh, last thing I will hit on, um, this morning, one of the GOATs, um, greatest athletes of all time. To hell with just being a tennis player. Roger Federer is one of the greatest athletes of all time. He had one of the longest runs as being a world number one on the ATP World Tour of all time. Um, he has the third most grand slams of all time. Um, and it was just a remarkable career that started in the late 90s and ran all the way up to 2022. Um, he has one more tournament. He's going to play a smaller tournament, not a grand slam, a smaller tournament. And then he's going to call it a career. Um, and I came across this video earlier uh, for our viewing audience. I came across this video earlier, just kind of shows. Roger Federer's evolution. So this is the evolution of a goat. For all of y'all metamorphosis, y'all in all of that, this is what the evolution of a goat looks like. They had to show him with some of the goats at the end. Those are the other two goats right alongside him, the three greatest men's tennis player of all time. Um, the only woman that comes in their conversation is Serena Williams. So those are three of the four greatest tennis players of all time. And one of them, two of them just walked away. Serena walked away um, at the US Open. She called it quits. Roger called it quits. Uh, here now at the end of the U.S. Open. He didn't participate in the U.S. Open, but he has another tournament here in a week or so that he's going to tap in with, and then that'll be it for Roger. And then I don't know how much longer Rob has, um, but shout-out to Roger. Congratulations to him on an incredible career. Um, one of my favorite tennis players of all time. I, I, I used to love watching Roger. always loved watching Roger growing up uh, from the time my mom got us into tennis. So Shout-out to Roger. Uh, me and Crom will definitely come back and hit that on a little deeper note. He'll have a lot more uh, stats, I'm sure, and, you know, great moments of Roger Federer for y'all. And we'll have a couple more clips to uh, show a little more in-depth on Roger and on Serena. But 
just wanted to give him a shout out on today. Um, but with that uh, being said, y'all, I'm going to get up out of here. Quick little 15-minute episode today. Nothing too, too crazy. Um, again, I do like the Chiefs minus four tonight. Zach said he liked them at minus 14. They do have a prop bet on stations for him at minus eight and a half if you feel a froggy. Um, I will be in on Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns plus 120 via station sports. Shout out to stations. Even though y'all do be on that weird shit, sometimes I do still fool with y'all stations. Shout out to y'all Las Vegas bookmaker. Um... And on that note, y'all, y'all have a great afternoon. Enjoy Thursday Night Football. We'll be back on tomorrow to talk college football and the weekend coming up ahead. Grandpa Katie, signing out.